Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. As you're listening to the original broadcast of this show, Rita and I are once again at Old Town Music Hall in El Segundo. This time it's for a one-and-only event, Old Town Music Hall's 50th anniversary. The Music Hall was originally built in 1921 as the El Segundo State Theater. In the 1960s, Bill Kaufman and Bill Field, both musicians, purchased the mighty Wurlitzer Theater pipe organ from the Fox Theater in Long Beach and installed it in the 188-seat theater. Old Town Music Hall opened its doors in 1968 and has been entertaining audiences continuously ever since. Sadly, Bill Kaufman is no longer with us, but Bill Field is going strong and is present at all the screenings and concerts to greet folks, introduce films and artists, and even play the mighty Wurlitzer. It shares the stage with a magnificent nine-foot Bosendorfer Imperial Grand Piano and made in Austria in 1974 specifically for the Music Hall. If you are ever in Southern California and have the opportunity to visit the Music Hall, please make a point of taking in a movie or concert. But regardless of where you are, check out the website at oldtownmusichall.org. We're going to celebrate Old Town Music Hall's anniversary by playing recordings by some original British Music Hall artists. Music halls go all the way back to the taverns and coffee houses of 18th century London. By 1875, there were about 375 music halls around London, and all those venues required performers presenting popular songs, comedy, specialty acts, and variety entertainment. Music Hall declined following World War I due to the cinema, radio, and the gramophone, but many of the artists were still around, and that same technology enabled some of them to be recorded, so we can be entertained by them even today. You heard Billy Williams last week with the kangaroo hop, but here he is again with an excellent suggestion. Let's have a song upon the gramophone. They were having a merry party in the dear old home, and everybody sang with all their might. Songs that when you and the old ones too, it was a very merry Christmas night. Dear old granddad seated in the corner, shouted in a manner rather strange. I say, Hannah, stop the old piano. I'll tell you what to do now for a change. Let's have a song upon the gramophone that Billy Williams sings so grand. With his save a little one for me and Johnny get your gun and let's all go down the strand and have a tomato. John put your trousers on, we're waiting for a girl and it jolly well serves you right. Oh, tickle me, Timothy, said Jean from Aberdeen, cause I must go home tonight. Ha 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 ha. 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 Ha 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 ha.
They went out of the room for supper, left a nice girl there, a head reclining on a fellow's chest. He squeezed her glove, she was full of love, counting all the pretty buttons on his vest. He said, darling, won't you call me baby, and went and turned the gas down rather low. He said, Maudie, don't you love your Claudie, just let us have a cuddle, she said no. <laughs> Let's have a song upon the gramophone that Mr. Williams sings so grand. Save a little one for me and Johnny get your gun And let's all go down the strand to have a tomato John, put your trousers on, we're waiting for a girl And it jolly well serves you right Oh, tickle me Timothy, said Jean from Aberdeen Cause I must go home tonight Let's have a song <laughs> Why, the typewriter's got something to answer for, eh? <laughs> it's a wonderful invention, you know, these gramophones, aren't they? <laughs> Don't you remember when I used to sing John Gold with his trousers on? <laughs> and little Willie's woodbines, and I'll meet you one dark night. <laughs> oh, well, well. <laughs> Cause I must go home tonight. <laughs> I must go home tonight. <laughs> A wonderful invention, those gramophones, aren't they? Billy Williams with his composition, Let's Have a Song Upon the Gramophone, from 1913. That was issued on the Twin Label, a product of the Gramophone Company. When the Twin Label merged with the Xonophone Label in May of 1911, Xonophone was relabeled Xonophone Record, The Twin, and I just found one of those at Studio Antiques a couple of weeks ago. I'll try to get it transferred and cleaned up for an upcoming show. English Music Hall entertainer Sam Mayo was born Samuel Cowan in London on July 31, 1881. He dressed in a long overcoat and sang deadpan at the piano, becoming known as the Immobile One. He holds a record for turn working, or making appearances at multiple venues in a night. In a single week in January of 1905, he did 58 performances at nine different halls each night. You'd think that would kill him, but he died in London on March 31, 1938. Here he is in 1922 with his song, Put That Gramophone Record On Again. Break the record. 
smell of the upbeat. My delight every night is to learn to let the train so forth and record on again. Delight every night is to dance to that strain, so put that record on again. From Xonophone 23650, Sam Mayo with Put That Gramophone Record On Again. We do have another record to put on, and it's the only record by English singer, actress, and pantomime principal boy, that is a woman dressed in drag, Queenie Layton. Thank you. 
From a 10-inch Black Label Gramophone Concert Record, catalog number 3577, made by the Gramophone and Typewriter Company Limited of London on December 16, 1904, that was Queenie Layton and Love's Gramophone. Queenie Layton was born Lillian Caroline Augusta Rickard in London on July 18, 1874, into an entertainment family and became a child star, appearing in pantomimes and musical plays. She had a part in the 1916 silent film Screenstruck, but by this time her career had begun to decline. She made a second film in 1929 and died in Lancashire on November 19, 1943. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. The Pickens Sisters are one of my favorite singing groups, and they're heard every week on KISL in promos for the show. In putting together this week's playlist, I happened upon a recording by the trio, which I don't believe has been played on the show before. So, here it is to start off a set about some little men.
there's a thing that just keeps bothering me Cause I don't know what it's all about It's a crazy thing I happen to see Now maybe you can help me out Last night I saw upon the stair A little man that wasn't there He wasn't there again today Oh how I wish he'd go away When I came home last night at three The man was waiting there for me But when I looked around the hall I couldn't see him there at all Go away, go away Don't you come back anymore Go away, go away Please don't slam the door Last night I saw upon the stair A little man that wasn't there He wasn't there again today Oh, how I wish he'd go away Hit you with all his might You can bet your boots and your Sunday suits You got a little tight When the little man with the hammer Starts to reorganize your head Then ain't no pills gonna cure your ills You might as well be dead When it's after one and you're having fun You never give a hang But I bet you say at break of day here come the British with bang, bang. It's a little man with the hammer, always trying to pick a fight. So it's lift your cup with the bottoms up. We'll wear him out tonight.
the Glenn Gray Orchestra with Pee Wee Hunt doing double duty as trombonist and vocalist on The Little Man with the Hammer from Decca 379, recorded February 6, 1935. I don't know who wrote Little Man with the Hammer, but that arrangement was by Sonny Dunham, trumpeter in the band. You probably recognize Jack Teagarden as the vocalist on The Little Man Who Wasn't There. That was Jack and his orchestra in Chicago on June 23, 1939, the very same day that Larry Clinton was recording The Little Man Who Wasn't There for Victor in New York. Bob Crosby, Mildred Bailey, and Glenn Miller also recorded it. The tune was written by Bernard Hannigan and the lyrics by Harold Adamson from the 1899 poem Antigonish by William Hughes Mairns, which was inspired by reports of a ghost roaming the stairways of a haunted house in Antigonish, Nova Scotia, Canada. We started off with a charming record by the Pickens sisters, well, all of whose records are charming. Little man, you've had a busy day. It was composed by Mabel Wayne with the words by Al Hoffman and Maurice Sigler, recorded May 4, 1934, and issued on Victor 24630. Getting back to Music Hall, Ronald McDonald Hutchison was born July 4, 1872. He was an English comedian who worked in music halls and appeared in about a dozen films in the 1930s. Before his entertainment career, he worked for Henry Tate and Sons, Sugar Refiners, and took his stage name of Harry Tate from them. He had a large, bristly walrus mustache, which he used to great effect, and he came up with a number of catchphrases, such as the sarcastic, I don't think, as in, well, he's a nice fellow, I don't think. He became very successful with his comedy sketches, including motoring, running an office, billiards, and this one. Ah, here you are, Jimkins. I, I thought you were going to be late. Oh, no, sir. Of course, every few minutes we're off the water means a pound or two of fish. Rather, sir. They tell me there's tons of fish about her. Any amount, sir. About 15 tons over there. Well, there ain't quite so much as that, sir. No, how do you account for that? Well, we caught seven ton only two days ago, sir. Go on, did you really? Yeah. Marvellous. Well, have you got everything ready? I've got everything ready for you, sir. Good. I've got the cigars and cigarettes, they're in the punch. Oh, that's the idea. And I've got some brandy, whiskey, sherry, pork, oh. gin, bottled ale. Oh, I, I see you understand fishing. Oh, yes, and I've got a, a little jar of rum in, in case it gets a bit chilly. Oh, I think that'll do to go on with. I mean to say, if you want a drink, we can pop over to the pub and get one, can't we? Very good, sir. Now, will you jump in and I'll push her off? Very good, sir. Right. Mind you, step in the centre of the punch, sir. Oh, don't talk to me about punch. I'm an old sea dog. Now, a little bit to the left, sir. Be careful now. What are you doing? A little bit to the right now, sir. We're on the water now. My word, this water's hard, isn't it? Why, if you jump in here, you'd break your neck. Now, a bit to the right, sir. Well, don't talk right. You, you, starboard or port, don't you know any better? Well, port a bit, sir. Port a bit. Now then, starboard a little, sir. Starboard a little. That's it. Port a bit more, sir. Aye, aye. Starboard a little, sir. Well, where are you going to? This is the spot, sir. Oh, is this the spot? Yes, sir. Oh, it isn't very far out, is it? Not, Not very far, sir. We, we might have walked it. There's your rod, sir. Oh, is this my rod? What's this apple for? That ain't apple, sir. That's a float. Oh, is that a float? Why, oh, Dad, you told me I, I might have eaten it. Uh, are there any uh, herrings about here? Herrings? Yes. <laughs> there ain't no herrings in fresh water, sir. Oh, what, what about fresh herrings? I've seen Jack. Oh, how's he getting on? Who? Jack. I'm talking about fish, sir. Pike. 
Pike, I've only Pike here. Only a man, sir. I suppose they know we're here. <laughs> Rather, sir. Good. I caught a Pike the other day. You did? Last Tuesday. No, uh, Wednesday. No, sir. Friday, was it? Well, uh, during the week will do, won't it? Yes, Friday. And what do you think I found inside it, Goodness sir? Goodness only knows. They tell me they eat anything. A policeman's helmet, a bicycle wheel, and a heel ten minutes long. Good gracious. I, I caught a pike the other day. Oh, any size, sir? Not very big. The scales only went for 300 pounds, so we couldn't weigh it. Oh, where did you catch him, sir? Glapham Common. Now, what do you think we found inside it? Goodness only knows, sir. An eel, uh, half an hour long. Did you really? Have you given him any ground bait yet? Uh, no, not yet, sir. Well, we must give him a little ground bait. You don't throw loaves in the water like that, sir. Here, here, be careful, man, what you're doing. Oh, you can you've nearly drowned I, me? I, I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't see you. I, I thought it was a swan. A swan? Do I look like a swan? Not now you've turned round, no. Oh, mind what you're doing, you blithering fool. Fool? There's only been a fool like you would sit behind a tree like that. <laughs> oh, then what do you think you're doing then? Sitting in front of it. Oh, you're half-wit. Throwing all them loaves of bread into the water. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. There's a difference between ground bait and throwing a baker's shop into the water. Here am I come down for a wee bit quiet fishing, and all ye riffraff. Come disturbing the whole river. Riffraff? Aye, call yourself a fisherman. Let me tell you this, sir. It's brains you need for fishing. Brains. Why, Puntman, you told me worms. Who is that fool behind the tree there? Oh, he's always down here, sir. Any look, any look, <laughs> any look. No, not no. All the fish have gone away. Gone away? What for? Frightened, I suppose. Well, why don't you wear a mask? If I come ashore, I'll give you a clap aside the head. Go I, away. I'm the village idiot, and this is me fishing tackle. <laughs> What's in the tin? Snuff. Snuff? Yes. You see, I shake some on top of water, and when fish comes up to sneeze, I hit some on dead with this stick. <laughs> oh, you'll have to give us some more ground bait. There's no good one on that is. Oh, take no notice of him, sir. I'm not. That's the beauty of it. What about some fly fishing? Ah, oh, flies are very scarce, sir. How's that? Well, the butchers left the village, sir. Oh, we'll have to have some fly fishing. Here, here, you see what you've done? Given me a black eye with your float. Oh, really, you must go a little higher up. You know, you're right in my waters. Your waters? Yes. I like that. I was here first. What's that got to do with it? Do you know I've been fishing here for the past 40 years? 40 years, man. Any luck? Oh, luck. Have you got a permit? Permit? I've got no permit. Have you got any permits? No, I've got no permits. No, no permits. Everything up to date. Oh. <laughs> Here I am back again. Any look yet? I wonder if he's got any flies. Ask him, sir. Oh, there's no flies on me, but I'll soon get you one. Go on, pop off and get me one, will you? All right. If it hadn't been for that old fool behind the tree there, we might have caught some fish. I've dealt you four. You've no right on the river at all. All yours. Your proper place is on the on the top of on the top of a barrel organ. And your proper place is on the top of a on the top of a chimney pot. <laughs> Spontaneous humour always tells. Here you are, sir. Here's your fly. Oh, good night. <laughs> he's brought a pilot, an airman. Well, sir, are you ready? Where do you wish to fly to? Uh, France or Italy or Germany, or Austria or oh. France? There's, just... there's some misunderstanding. Oh no, sir, there is no misunderstanding. Your son said you wanted to fly. My son? He's the village idiot. Something to do with this old fool behind the tree here. My son? I don't want to fly in there. What I want is a fly to catch the fish. 
Well, I can fly with all the fish you catch. Well, I don't want any of your opinions, and I don't want any of your remarks, and I don't require your services, so fiddlesticks. Now, look here, there is no fiddlesticks about this. I have just flipped from the aerodrome. Then flop back. And I want 50 guineas. I suppose you can't think of 60. Now, come along, sir, 50 guineas. Go away, you're disturbing my fishing. Oh, fishing, you call it. I call it drowning worms. Take that. Oh, you say I shouldn't stop your day's fishing. Take that. Here, here. Mind what you're doing, throwing that brick at me. I didn't throw the brick. You did. I did not. I saw you throw it. You're a liar. I'm not a liar. Then you're another fisherman. Oh, don't you talk to me. I'll report your conduct to the Royal Antediluvian Piscatorial Society. Oh, what language. i got to bite you, kids. Now, be very careful with him, sir. Play him, sir. Oh, it's a lovely duck up there, sir. Lend me your gun. We'll have a double event of this, sir. Look out. The only fish I've caught, you've got to shot it. better come here come on yeah baby let's go down to the river fetch a fishing pole let's see what we can catch in that muddy black hole cause everybody's fishing everybody's fishing everybody's fishing we just as well to fish some too Sally. Everybody's fishing, we just as well to fish some too. Fishing, we just as well to fish some too. Come on, you boys and gals, get you that pole. But the time's done, got too hard I said everybody's fishing Everybody's fishing Everybody's fishing We just as well to fish some too
Lou Childry was born November 1, 1901, in Op, Alabama. He studied medicine at the University of Alabama, but after graduating, opted out for a career in entertainment. He formed his own jazz band, the Alabama Cotton Pickers, which included a young Lawrence Welk. And starting in 1929, Lou was heard on radio stations in Texas, Arkansas, and West Virginia as a solo artist and with others. He joined the Grand Ole Opry in 1945 and died on December 3, 1961. Lou Childry recorded for Jeanette in 1930, and we just heard one of the songs often featured in his act, a March 23, 1936 recording by ARC of his song, Fishing Blues. And we started off with Harry Tate and company with the comedy sketch Fishing, parts one and two. Tate originally recorded Fishing in 1911, but this was a much cleaner and easier-to-listen-to 1934 electrical recording on Regal Xonophone MR1483. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. My friend listener Steve in Vista, California, reminded me that yesterday, October 13th, the United States Navy turned 243 years old. So, with thanks to Steve for his service in the Navy as a submariner, And to all the other sailors, pilots, and personnel, here's a set of rapidly rotating records having to do with the Navy.
1929 William Haynes Anita Page movie of the same name, that was Fred Waring's Pennsylvanians with Navy Blues. Fred Allert wrote the tune and Roy Turk the lyrics, which were sung on that December 14, 1929 Victor recording by Claire Hanlon. This Navy Blues is not to be confused with the Navy Blues written by Alex Rogers and Lucky Roberts, recorded in 1918 by Marion Harris. And, of course, there's I've Got Those Navy Blues, copyrighted in 1918 by Hugh A. Barrett and Warren Scherer. I don't know why everyone in the Navy seems to have had the blues, but before Navy Blues, we heard Ray Noble and the New Mayfair Orchestra with Watch the Navy from August 25, 1932. The vocalist was George Baker, and Watch the Navy was written by Tom Howell and Henry Bainton Power. We started off our salute to the U.S. Navy with Sousa's band, directed by Walter B. Rogers, playing John Phillips' tune, The Glory of the Navy March. That Victor recording, made December 30, 1909, was issued twice, once in 1911 as catalog number 5818, and again in 1913 as 17229. It wasn't cut from the Victor catalog until 1928. Last week, I received a very nice email from a listener in Jarfala, Sweden, Leif Hallen. He describes himself as a real fan of vintage music and of this show, and although he doesn't collect shellac, he does have a vast collection of vintage music on commercial CDs and vinyl. As you might imagine, he says he especially enjoyed the recent shows featuring Swedish bands. Normally, for privacy, I wouldn't give the full name of a listener, but Leif Hallen hosts his own two-hour weekly radio program of traditional jazz called Jazz Etc. It's broadcast from a small town north of Stockholm called Marsta over FM 88.2, Radio Sigtuna, S-I-G-T-U-N-A. Unfortunately, the station no longer offers live streaming, but it does archive the last four shows, which can be downloaded from the station's website, radiosigtuna.se. It's in Swedish, so you'll have to do some looking around, but Leif Hallen's show Jazz Etc. is well worth the effort, and I'm looking forward to listening to the show on my train commute. So here with thanks to Leif for listening and taking the time to write, and with best wishes for him and his radio program, are a couple of rapidly rotating records having to do with Sweden. Here are the California Ramblers. 
Minnesota were down at Notre Dame. The Irish team was on the scene all ready for the game. Then on the field stepped Rockney, the crowd all heard him call. Bring on your Swedish football team, the substitutes and all. The it's the Irish, the Irish. Rah, 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 yeah. Twenty Swedes ran through the weeds, chasing one Norwegian. Oh, how that Irishman could run. Twenty Danes ran down the lanes and tackled that collegian. But Notre Dame had just begun. Corridio passed the ball to Schwartz, Savoldi passed to Brill. And how that crowd cheered every Irish name. Then a guy named Izzy Cohn made a touchdown all alone for that fighting Irish team of Notre Dame. six jumping jacks with the unmistakable Tom Stacks providing the vocal on 20 Swedes ran through the weeds. That Brunswick 78 number 6007 was recorded December 4th, 1930. It's from a retrieval jazz CD which lists among the personnel on trumpet Tommy Gott and Unknown. But you and I and Barbara Efros know from the laughter on that record that her grandpa Bob Efros was there as well. 20 Swedes was written by Alfred Bryan and Billy Mall and was also recorded by the California Ramblers for Columbia just two days before the Jacks. Before the 20 Swedes was a record I imagine Leif Hallen has played on his show, Jazz Etc., Serenade to Sweden. That was performed by the composer, Duke Ellington and his famous orchestra from Columbia 35214, recorded June 6, 1939. And we started off that Svenska set with the California Ramblers, credited on the label of Edison 51443 as the Golden Gate Orchestra, and Iva Garden in Sweden. Both takes A and B in that November 18, 1924 session were issued. Iva Garden in Sweden was written by Hugh Owens, C.W. Murphy, and Dan Lipton, and is from the show Little Miss Fix-It, which opened at the Globe Theater on April 3, 1911, but closed after just 64 performances. It was sung in the show by Della Wendell, played by Nora Bays. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. 
I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. Thank you.